It's Saturday. It's 7 a.m. This is ABQ Central with your hosts, Fred Slow and Van Nunley. All right, all right, all right, fire them up! It starts right now on The Sports Animal. Good morning, friends of the show. Good morning, Van. Good morning, my dude. How you be? I feel good, my friend. Well, you look good, too. It's an early morning for your boy. I spend all my time now watching sports. First time in a long time. God, doesn't it feel good? Love it. Feels so good. Just love it. Baseball's back. For how long, Van? Because we just made it. <laughs> eh, another one, week. One week longer. Eh, we got a week. The St. Louis Cardinals have not played baseball in over a week. Well, they're too busy getting the Rona, unlike my Houston baseball Astros, who don't got the Rona, but they're good at blowing games in the ninth inning. Two consecutive days, two consecutive games, two walk-offs. Not happy about it. Flying over the stadium of the Houston Astros game, an airplane carrying a banner saying... The Houston Asterisk. Some people are just brilliant. Some that upsets me. <laughs> but I find it hilarious. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act studio. We are, of course, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Also very excited to announce our newest partner here on the program, I-9 Sports Van. Are you familiar with I-9 Sports? Woo! Love them. Love them. The best in the biz. They right now are currently doing it regardless of the current climate, but they're doing it the way that MLG says we have to. They're bringing you, it's it's more of like a, it's, it's like a five to one ratio van is what they're doing. Okay. So you take the kids out there. Okay. And then they do a, like, and it's all outdoor, like basketball is outside. Like everything is outdoors and it's drills and it's skills and your kids are still figuring it out. So obviously, contact I nine Sports League Office two eighty at i nine sports dot com or five zero five three one two four nine nine nine. It's good to have a new friend, Fred. I love it. I like meeting new friends and new people. The they way, say the way you sports should be. Variety is the spice of life, and boy, do they have some variety. <laughs> with the new rules improvise adapt overcome and they are doing that the thing i like most just to give i9 sports just two more seconds of appreciation there are certain ways you have to do things right now sure and like and we'll be real transparent i know there are organizations right now not following the rules sure i, I know there's I'm an angry dad, and I started my own league, and I'm gonna put all these, I'm gonna put all these youngsters. No, you're not. No. I nine sports, find them, get your kids doing something. Five on five skills and drills. The week was a weird one, Van. It I, blew by for me. Oh, I wish I didn't use the word blue. <laughs> that's, that's just. How many video and the thing now about amateur footage, like amateur reporting, and I think I first noticed this in like 
2009, there was like a tsunami that went through India. I'm taking you way back, right? Sure. And this was like the first time that I saw news from cell phones. You know, this was like the first like, and I don't mean just like one story. You know, this isn't like the one video of Rodney King. This is like a million different like views of a single occurrence. And how many how many explosion videos did you watch this week? Well, literally all of them. All of them. All of them. Yeah. I watched all the explosion videos, and I googled ammonium nitrate a couple different ways to make sure that I knew what it was. Right. <laughs> there's there's a like a and obviously. Like our thoughts and like our hearts, like that is just, I it's just, oh my gosh, no words. Do you see the satellite, the before and after satellite stuff? Oh man, that was hard to watch. Oh my gosh. So I tell jokes for a living, so I don't, I don't necessarily have the words here. You know, I can't give like an impassioned speech of understanding or appreciation. I don't have that. What I do have is just, like, awestruck. Like, you have to, like, I don't know, do, be safe. Just always, no matter what you're doing. Always, no matter what you're doing. You showed me, like, a three-day before picture of this said warehouse, like, the way they're storing things. Sure, just stacked to the gills with loosely smashed duffel bags of ammonium nitrate end over end. It's like 60,000 pounds. Is that what that was? 300 tons. Is that correct? That's too much. With all the horrible things going on in the world right now, everyone's on edge. No one feels safe. And then something like this can happen. It's hard to live the day-to-day sometimes. The thing about the day-to-day is every day is the weirdest day. Thanks a lot, 2020. feel like we haven't caught a break. Since I'm being serious. Since what? Australia wildfires back in January? Yeah. Since uh, almost World War Three, <coughs> ugh, got some distractions now though. Golf. If you believe in the big guy upstairs, he might have saved us from World War Three in January, right? By the grace of him, and then in return, he gives us twenty twenty. We got the Corvid. We got wildfires. We got locusts, we got murder hornets, we got that expletive Carol Baskin. Oh my gosh. It's something new every day. And there's like a desensitized to it, right? Oh, sure. The Kobe thing floored me. Oh, rest in paradise, Corby. Like, I couldn't handle it. I was like, this is too much. Well, turns out I could. Like it keeps going. We'll see what this week brings. <laughs> Gosh. 
I've been watching all the basketball, Van. I've been watching most of the hockey. I've been trying to catch every Major League Baseball game that teams are willing to play. Allowed to. Right. That's the thing that's like kind of weird to me. It's like, and we talk about this, it feels like every week now. We all live in the exact same scenario, right? Like, we all are existing in a COVID world. And you can have one organization approach it better than I could have possibly imagined in the NBA. And then you have another organization, Major League Baseball, that does it worse than anything I've ever seen. They're not doing great. The bubble is perfect. The bubble is perfect. Zero positive tests. It's the safest place in the worst COVID war zone on the planet. And you know where they're doing it, Fred? Where? The most kosher, happy place on earth. You're talking about Disney World. They're doing it (laughs) at Disney World. Of course it's perfect at Disney World. The thing that's best about it is if you wanted to, when we like hit segment two here, talk about how the Lakers can't buy a basket right now, that's a conversation we could have at length because it's not overshadowed by the ignorance of Rob Manfred and his boys. Who would have thought getting on airplanes, right, going in and out of airports, correct, going to restaurants, going to hotels, going in and out of stadiums. No one could have seen that coming. Mm-mm. How could you spread a disease if you're traveling around all the time? Oh, my God. Surprise, surprise. To be fair, man. To be fair. If one guy in Major League Baseball was going to catch it. <laughs> it might as well be Gold Glover Yadier Molina. Because <laughs> that dude catches everything. Thank you. Speaking of baseball, happy birthday. To baseball? To the GOAT. Oh. Living legend. Michael Fitzgerald Trout. Is that a fact? Hit a bomb on his birthday yesterday. Oh, I got him on my bench. I didn't know he was back from maternity leave. Yep. You wasted a dong. A dong sitting on your bench. I was looking at the fantasy league. And I was like, oh, I got a couple guys on the COVID list because their teams aren't playing. Everyone does. Yeah. How did the Marlins figure it out? They were the laughing stock. They were the punchline. That was so one week ago. (laughs) (laughs) Classic Derek Jeter mess around, saving the day. Him and Joe Torre in Major League Baseball. So do you think Jeter had like a sleepover with all the players? Made him sign a non-disclosure agreement? (laughs) you didn't hear peep from it after that is that what happened that is what i think happened i think Derek jeter said hey mr toy i'm really sorry sorry about my boys down here i'll handle it i got it 
<laughs> is that how Derek Jeter talks? That's how he sounds when okay. he's apologizing to his father, Joe Torrey, Major League Baseball. He uh, he does. Did you, see, did you see any of his press conference when he came out? He's like, it was like a Tim Tebow s thing where he's like, no one, no one will own a team harder. No one will. We'll have less COVID cases. <laughs> You're like, what, Derek? How are you? How are you assuring that? And then you did it. You that, did it. That's the craziest part. The boy walks the walk. Let's do this, Van. Let's grab a break real quick. Okay, I could do that. When we get back, me, you, and Vital. What we're gonna do? We're gonna talk more baseball. Let's do that. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the at. No, I guess not. In studio, ABQ Act Studio. Of course, we're powered by New Mexico Pinon. And our brand newest partner of the show, I-9 Sports, on 95.9 FM, on AM 610, the sports animal. Yo. Welcome back to the program. Vincent Bonsignor. Little Vinny Bonsignor is going to join us today, Van. That's exciting. At 8 a.m., he's the host of... In the Huddle on Raider Nation Radio. That's L.A.-based is what that is. Okay. So he's going to join us. Do that at 8 a.m. We're going to talk about the Raiders. 8.15, Peter Trevisani from New Mexico United. We're we're breaking news today. We're making a big announcement. Owner-operator. Yes. Number one fan. One of the best dudes I know. He's outstanding. Joining the program. Big United announcement at 8.15. Make sure you get it. And then 8.30, Josh Shushan. What? Yeah, Isotopes broadcaster. The voice of the Topes? The voice of the Topes. Oh, my goodness. At 8.30. Here's the question. What's he doing right now in his life as he's covered Major League Baseball for 20 straight years in one form or another? Okay. So it'd be a good one. Hey, Fred, what do you put on your pancakes? Uh, syrup. Scissor. I pour a heaping helping of voice of the isotopes. Okay. Josh Shushan. I just pour it all. I spread it on my bread. Put it on my pancakes. <laughs> put a dollop of it in my milkshake. It is so good. Vinny Bonsignor. <laughs> Host of In the Huddle, 8 a.m. Peter Trevisani, owner of the New Mexico United, 815. Josh Shushan, 830. Um, you want to go sad stuff? Let's get that out of the way. All right. Former Angel staffer charged in pitcher Tyler Skaggs' death, you may recall. I think it was I think it was our very first episode of the program ever. Tyler Skaggs had died the week before. So this would have been like day one, July 1st, 2019. 27 years old. That is correct, my friend. Is that correct? Fentanyl. Fentanyl. Are you familiar with this? Um, well, yes. Don't look at me like that. I'm not familiar with no, it in that way. Correct. I am familiar with it, though. I have a friend who works in... The car rental industry. Okay. And she was telling me 
oh, I know this story. This is a crazy story. Yeah, that they check when cars are returned now for residue of it because I guess it's so regularly shipped and like like people will rent cars and then illegally transport it. Yes. Crazy. That is bonkers. Bonkers. You have to scan the whole car. Yeah. For minute traces of fentanyl so you don't accidentally kill someone. Yes. Cuz it and if they find said trace of fentanyl, yeah, the car goes in like quarantine. You got to put it away for a year. Something. Yeah. And if it comes up again, you have to demolish the vehicle. I don't know if we're getting that exactly right, but that's close to right. In, yeah, it's bonkers. Crazy. So the former director of communication for Los Angeles Angels, Eric K, has been charged by the Drug Enforcement Agency with illegally supplying drugs to pitcher Tyler Skaggs, who died in his hotel room in Texas last year. Ooh-wee. That's rough. Yeah. That's rough. So we've talked about this a lot. Uh-huh. You got a you got a guy like let's say Des Bryant. Correct. Antonio Brown. Mhm. Josh Hamilton. Josh Hamilton. You got handlers. You have right? to have them. <clears throat> You're employed by a billion dollar industry. And you're a multi-million dollar employee. They're looking out for you. It's very important that they have your best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. So all of these teams have handlers, people looking out for them, trying to make sure that everything in their life is okay. In this instance, this guy was giving said employee opiates correct and this time it was laced with fentanyl and killed him 38 nanograms per milliliter of oxycodone Ooh. at the time of his death his blood alcohol level 0.12 um just to be clear that's not 0.012 the legal is 0.08 to drive are, I guess, legally impaired, so I don't want to say drive. This is um, this is really dark to me. Um, and if convicted, fullest extent of the law. That's my vibe always. Sure. Sure. Um, I don't know, and I think Eric K. no longer with the team. You don't say. Well, I meant like immediately afterwards, though. Like it was like internally, the angels had to have known, right? Yes, people talk. So There's why does always it, whispers? So why does it take one year for Texas? Because and by the way, this didn't happen in California. He he passed in Texas. So why does it take so long? Excellent question. Probably because they didn't want it to come out. Major League Baseball? Yes. That doesn't matter to me. The Los Angeles Angels of Los Angeles of the county of California of Anaheim didn't want this to come out. Sure, but Tyler Skaggs passed in South Lake, Texas, which is in Tarrant County, and the prosecutor of Tarrant County cares. One would hope. 
It's incredible to me. And by the way, the family of Tyler Skaggs, it's incredible to me. The depth that, like, organizations, I guess this isn't just baseball, this is corporate America, will go, and we're talking death here. We're not talking whoopsie. Yeah. Because that's what it feels like to me. It feels like a year has gone by. No big deal. Like, what? No big deal. Well, I think it's a very big deal. And it's a very big deal in the world. And it's a very big deal in this country. Here's what the angel said. Quote, We learned that there was unacceptable behavior, inconsistent with our code of conduct, and we took steps to address it. Our investigation also confirmed that no one in management was aware or informed of any employee providing opioids to any player, nor that Tyler was using opioids. So as this quote comes out, end quote, sorry, no one in management was aware. Eric K. was the director of communications. (laughs) That literally is management. Communicating with the drug dealer. Communicating with his plug. Also, give me a super why here. Why are you doing this, Eric K? Do you not, as the director of communications for a major league baseball team, earn enough to support you and your family? I'm being serious. I don't know. Well, some people are born enablers. Like, they want to make sure you got what you want. That you got what you air quotes need. According to this, according to Glassdoor, are you familiar with Glassdoor? I am not. So Glassdoor is a website that will give you like all the ins and outs of like salaries for jobs. So like if you look up like McDonald's, for instance. It'll say minimum wage. We always just use McDonald's, don't we? That's like, that's the most known job. Walmart will say 10 bucks or whatever, right? Yeah. So according to this, Major League Baseball, a director's salary for a Major League Baseball team is about 120 grand. That's a living. Yes. No matter where you are. Do you feel like that's less than what you thought it would be? No, I don't think so. I've worked with a lot of Major League Baseball teams. Hey, can, I, can I side note Yes, real quick? Listeners out there, if you know someone struggling oh my gosh. with drug addiction, and we're talking the untimely death of Tyler Skaggs and how he was enabled by a member of management of the Los Angeles Angels, if you know someone who's struggling with drug addiction, SAMHSA... Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration has a free 1-800 number, 1-800-662-HELP. It's 1-800-662-4357. If you know someone struggling with this problem, or you know someone like Eric Kay, who's giving drugs, especially opioids and fentanyl, to people 
1-800-662-HELP, 1-800-662-4357. And there's something to be said about like the culture. You and I were both young adults. Sure. And I'm going to break down the wall a little bit here for the listener. Fred and Van go hard. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We do radio because we love it. We do radio because we love telling stories. We do radio because we love sports. Here's the thing we also love. Going hard. Yes, we do. But they're like steadfast rules. And when you're 27 years old, and this is going to sound crazy, you're still a baby. Yes. You don't know as much as you think you do. No. And you can't have individuals in your life they are going to allow you, they're going to influence you, they're going to enable you to make these kind of decisions. I've had a leadership role for a long time professionally, right? And I've worked with a lot of young adults. I've been to so many 21st birthday parties. I bring two things every time. I cover the bar tab and I give this piece of advice. I say, hey, young blood, you can do a shot in a beer. Don't do a shot in a bump. Only do a shot in a beer. Do not smash these things together. Right. And, by the way, you're a Major League Baseball professional athlete. Physically speaking, you think you're invincible. But you're not surrounded by savants. Excuse me, that's not the word I want. You're not surrounded by brilliance in Major League Baseball clubhouse. I regularly worked with one Major League Baseball team. I'm not going to name it, but I think it's easy for you to figure out who it is. <laughs> okay. But I've worked with multiple Major League Baseball teams. Organizations are ran by interns. They're ran by minimum wagers. They're ran by people who just have a passion for the industry. It's a lot of yes dudes. Of course. It's a lot of them. You're a young, handsome millionaire. Everyone around you is going to tell you what you want to hear. Correct. And Eric K., who, by the way, I don't know if you've seen the pictures yet. Do you ever feel like you can just, like, read someone by looking at their face? Okay. You ever feel like... I'll take the bait. I'll look. You look Eric K. in the face, and you're like, yeah, no, this makes sense. This oh, no. He just wants to be one of the boys. Oh, he does. Oh, no. That's exactly that. We get When we get back, we'll put a bow on this one. Oh, my stomach hurts a little bit right now, to be honest. Never be friends with the person who really wants to be your friend. <gasps> Good point. Because that is creepy. That person is weird. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live in the ABQX studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion. Congrats to our newest partner, I9 Sports. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program. Michael, did I ever say good morning to you today? I know I get distracted sometimes. Uh, we're busy, okay. but uh, good morning to you both. Morning, buddy. I like starting the weekend with you. Speaking of liking, I like the shaved head. Looks really good. Yeah, I got tired of the humidity and your hair. and uh, Not that I had a whole lot of hair, as you guys know, before no, we were this. Yeah. But this feels clean and it feels good. And I got the uh, kind of the dome to make it all you do. work. You're like a white Michael Jordan. I don't bald wise, bald wise. I don't want to <laughs> sound like a serial killer right now. 
But you have a beautiful skull, Michael. Yeah. As I'm okay. as I'm over here making a <laughs> making a lampshade. Ooh. We're just putting a bow on uh Tyler Skaggs. It puts the lotion on the shaved head. Rest in peace, Tyler Skaggs. Eric Hay of Convicted can face up to 20 years. You should get a bunch of those years. Yeah. You should get a bunch of them. Ooh-wee. If oh. I recall, didn't he, um, Skaggs, keep a lot of this away from his wife? Didn't he have a wife and, and a child? Well, that's the thing about addiction. Yeah. Because he kept it secret because a lot of people are like, he would never do that. And his wife, if I remember correctly, said he would never do something. Or they were stunned by the fact that sure. he took it. And they, had, I, as I recall, he and his wife had only been married like one year. Like it, it was like a very short thing. And um, so I don't know all those details, but I do understand how addiction works. I do understand that you just don't like this is not this is not community with people that aren't equally involved in your addiction. Sure. Now with people who it is, I believe it's like, if not the most, like one of the only talking points. In the world of irony and unfair and unfunny jokes, Skag mm-hmm. is a street name for heroin. I didn't know that. His name was Tyler Skaggs. That's news to me. Yeah. Sticking with the Angels, Mike Trout, last Saturday after the show, Beautiful little baby boy. Had a baby. Beckham Aaron Trout, July 30th, 2020. Or whatever, August 8th, whatever it was. First. So, Mike Trout has a baby. I was looking at his Twitter. He always married to his uh, high school sweetheart. Isn't that cute? I didn't know that. You didn't? No. His first little baby, though. Because if you were... (sighs) The best player on the planet, tall, handsome, multi-millionaire athlete. Right. There's no way you would settle <sighs> like that. She's very pretty. Is she? She's very pretty. She's not Mike Trout level of pretty. And she's pretty. Like She's pretty. The majority of the world is super jealous. And I don't know anything about high schools in New Jersey. Okay. 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 Everything I know about New Jersey is from an MTV series from 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the best data there. No. But, like, you're in L.A. She's pretty. I want to make sure I'm what I'm saying. No offense. No, there's nothing, like, you have a dating app, right? Probably the best person on earth. It's probably super sweet. Oh, my gosh. And about to be... Amazing, loving relationship. Yeah, probably the best mother. Probably a wonderful mother. I assume Mike Trout is married to his best friend. Yes. Yes. She's pretty. She is not best player on earth, multi-millionaire, wife hot. She is a lifelong friend to Mike Trout and they are now married and have a baby Fred you might know this I okay I'm recently single congratulations I guess thank you I turned on the app 
Oh, you got the dating app. Yeah, I turned the dating app okay. on a couple of days ago. I do not have that. I got a few matches. Okay. An overwhelming majority of them are better looking than Mike Trout's wife. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> Albuquerque produces really pretty people. Yeah. Okay. We got some lookers here. Beautiful people. Yeah. Everyone here is a shade of brown and olive, and it's just like everyone is just kissed with the sun. It's a magical place. It's a magical, beautiful place. Yeah. Don't take it for granted, Albuquerque. No, what we have here is unique and special. Yes. What Mike Trout has is not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's super oh pretty. God. And this this whole segment, by the way, loyal listener, started on a whimsy. Yes. During the commercial break, we had no intention no. of lampooning Mike Trout's lovely wife. She's very pretty. She's very pretty. But like she's not no. best player on earth was $500 million pretty. She's like if Apple was a person and Apple married Macintosh. Okay. You're like, what is, what? <laughs> but she's very pretty. She's like, go to the steakhouse and get a hamburger pretty. Yeah, like a press steak, like one of those like kid ones, <laughs> yeah. like a hamburger a steak. A hamburger steak. What are those, Andy steaks or whatever? Today's varsity van. Okay, today's varsity. Athletes' wives. That's oh, today's varsity, okay? Oh, my. Okay. So today's varsity brought to you by I-9 Sports. Today's varsity. Ath- athlete couples, I guess. That's what I'm going to do with. Because ah. I feel like. Just wives. <laughs> <laughs> now let's do couples. Okay, we're going to do couples. Power couples is better. I don't think Mike and Jessica Trout's going to be on that list. Number one. They look so happy at their wedding, too. I'm going through pictures here. They're very pretty. They're, they're a pretty couple. Yeah, they're very pretty. If I saw them at an Applebee's on their anniversary. As good as Jay Cutler did. I'd buy them a beer and an Apple team. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey. Good game out there, guy. Hey, Gladys, let me get a beer and an Apple teeny for the, the beautiful couple on their anniversary. Do you remember Jay Cutler and his girlfriend, Kristen Cavallari? Sure. That's the opposite of what Mike Trout did. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> but she's very pretty. What's um the the man version of RBF? RBF? You don't know RBF? Yes. Resting. Yes, I do know what that is. Resting something I can't say face. Yes, I know exactly what that is. Jay Cutler has whatever the male version. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He always looks like he's thinking about what he's going to say. <laughs> and it's not good. No. And it's probably racist. All right. So, you know, like when you were in class, like not in college. Jay, not not saying Jay Colors. No, he absolutely is I'm only not. talking about his face. When you would sit in class, like in college, and there'd always be someone who raises their hand and just asks the dumbest question. That's that face. Every day. But like my reaction to that person raising their hand, that's his face. We're just like, come on. Seriously? We'd be out of here by now. Today's Varsity Vital, Celebrity Athlete Couples, okay? That's today's Varsity. I'm into it. Okay. I'm really excited. <laughs> Vital's like, I got no interest, but yeah. When I was thinking of couples, remember that guy from South Africa? Okay. Didn't he kill his girlfriend? Oscar Pistorius? Was- oh, yeah. yeah. 
Blade Runner? Did I blow it? Did I give it away? It's <laughs> that here. No, OJ is not going to make the list here. Okay. By All right. It has to sure. be a living couple. Do you see the new Ford Bronco? It's wildly insensitive. It looks great. It looks great. They did so good. You see what day they announced it on? Yeah, OJ's birthday. OJ's birthday. <laughs> 15 short minutes away from Vinny Bonsignor. We have a lot of fun talking to him. He's the host of In the Huddle on Raiders Nation Radio. Let's take a break, Van. I could do that. When we get back, NBA. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQX studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion. Congrats to our newest partner, I9 Sports. They're in the game. Woo! 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Na 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 na. Framma lama, I'm wearing pajamas. TJ Warren, Supernova. You watching the NBA, man? This might be my favorite year. I tell you what. In the history of the NBA. I'll tell you why I like it the so bubble. much. Yes. Dude, they've done so good. Yes. Repackaging the NBA. I'm in the game. I'm on the court. There. Dude, the new camera angles. Yes. Like how tight it is. It is so much fun I, to watch. I just don't like the computer-generated people. It looks stupid and annoying. Hold up. Until. Yes. Until you're one of them. Then you love it. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I couldn't get behind that, but because uh, to me it just distracts you from what's on the court. I would go up there with a the black bandana, sweet Louisiana. <laughs> I would look so good doing that. If they were like, what what is like the trend? There's no summer trending dance because there's no summer this year. But like, what's the the hot new TikTok dance? Yes, whatever that is is what I would do before TikTok gets shut down. What's the hot dance right now? So TikTok is done for because Instagram just released Reels. Did you see this? Oh, is that the same thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's it's insanely fluid. You can just like manipulate videos. You can put little beds under stuff. Yeah, I saw that. You can that. do transitions. Like, and I'm not like a TikTok thought kind of guy. Like, I don't I don't just have like social media to look at like butts. Sure. But, like, you can, like, create a lot of really cool content. It's a really good interface. That's all. It's just good for video. Huh. Check it out. That what? one flew under my radar. TJ Warren, um, out of nowhere, <laughs> like, this kid will score every point. He will make every basket. And here's why I care about it, because everyone cares about it. Because I can right now Google TJ Warren, who you don't even know. That is accurate. Don't even know. But, like, I can give you, like, in-depth breakdown by, like, like, um, like 538 will have something on him. Like, there'll be, like, like Reggie Miller will put out a multi-minute podcast discussion on him. Magic Johnson will talk about Because all the emphasis is on this one thing. So the amount that I can, like, derive from it is so good and it's so quality. This isn't just, like, reaction videos to big shots anymore. Sure. This is like the way sports should have been being given to me this entire time. Right. And that's the thing about the pandemic and like the pandemic economy is it's going to make you. Hey, I'll say it again. Improvise, adapt, overcome. And the NBA did in full force. Mm -hmm. The bubble is the best in the business. The new camera angles, the best in the business. The new fan interface, the best in the right. business. And they've always been better than any sport in engaging their own players 
and highlighting their own players. And they're doing it again. They're showing why they're so ahead of the curve. They let their best players be their best players, which is like really important. Because I will use like, let me use golf real quick as an example. Your best golfer in the world right now is probably that Kafka guy, right? Like he he just wins golf. John Rahm. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good one too. Like, and you don't get though from these guys like really solid sound bites. You don't get like exorbitant personality. You don't get any of that. With the NBA, the guys that are the best players are also like the best personality. Like when's the last time you've had like a top tier NBA player and you're just like, yeah, kind of kind of a wallflower. That don't happen. You're talking Reggie Miller? He was not a wallflower <laughs> at all. He told an entire city to choke out. Okay. <laughs> he was a jerk. I was, which I love. Who's but, the but he was he, yeah, he was effective doing it. Who's the Tony Gwynn of basketball? Right. <laughs> Draymond Green, maybe, but up yesterday he's like, no. he's like, oh, you gotta get out, Devin Booker, you gotta get out of Phoenix. Like what? I'm being, there's not that. You don't have that. I think it's Bruce Kafka though. If we're being honest about golf right now, like it's not Tiger. But like, the NBA is so good at this. Yes. Yeah. Michael Jordan left, and they're like, oh, you're done. They were never done. No, no. It has no. only gotten better oh, since no. Michael Jordan left. No. Uh, hey, and everyone listening right now, what are you talking about? Right. Well, the NBA died with Michael Jordan. No, you just didn't understand the game. No. No. The NBA is the best sports ever. They're so good at it. For entertainment. So good at yeah. it. I'm a baseball dork. Same. I love baseball more than any sport, and it's not even close. Mm-mm. Baseball to me is gold, silver, bronze, and honorable mention. Yeah. Then after that, we'll talk nickel. about other sports. <laughs> and nickel and iron. <laughs> Platinum. But no one does it Did as you say good, gold? As Did you good say gold? as basketball. Nobody does it as good no. as the NBA. Not even close. They have the best product out there, and they know how to pra- they know how to package it. They know how to market it. They know how to sell it. They know how to highlight it. I just love it. Watching the games is so much fun. Yes. And then watch, like, and again, because there's so much coverage on it, and it's so direct and isolated, like, and it's, everyone's set up. Everyone's real comfortable. You're not flying reporters in at the last minute to do whatever. You're not, it's like, everyone is there. Just love it. And Fred, credit where credit is due. Yes. TNT. To me. Oh, gosh. Because I told the NBA to do this months ago. Commissioner Adam Silver. I know we have to go to break. Listened to me word for word. We will be at a patio, (laughs) Vital, at a brewery, and he'll just start telling strangers from a table away how he saved the NBA. (laughs) I can't take him anywhere. Uh, It's not supposed to be like this. He just needs to wear an NBA jersey when he goes out. And it needs to, you know, you can get custom names on him now because, like, yeah, yeah, he's. Uh, I saved the NBA. Is what yeah. it's gonna say. When we get it's back, Messiah on it. Vinny Bonsignor. We're gonna talk about the Raiders. We're gonna talk about his new program. The Raiders. David yeah. Buster's presents ABQ Central Live from the ABQ Act Studio. We're of course powered by New Mexico Pinon. And welcome to the team. I nine Sports. Stoked. Ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. We're back on the program. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon, and we're on Team I-9. Yeah, we are. Having a lot of fun this morning. Got loose in the first hour a little bit. A bit. We got a little loose. 
talked about things we enjoyed, talked about things we're interested in. Yeah, we, we, got, we, got, we went down for a second. No, I disagree. And then we s- just spiked it right back up? Sometimes you have to downshift to throw it into gear. Yes, sir. I don't know if that's a real car analogy, what I just said. It sounds correct. It sounds realish. I believe it. And I believe you. So we're lined up for the final hour. Vinny Bonsignor here in just a few moments. Peter Trevisani, the owner of the New Mexico United. Josh Shushan, the voice of the Albuquerque Isotopes. Mm, what a lineup. What a lineup. And then we're going to finish the program today with the varsity of, of athlete couples. That's the varsity today. S- sports power couples. Presented by I-9. Joining us now, the host of In the Huddle. And you know you're a good radio host when you put your name in the title. The host of In the Huddle with Vinny Bonsignor. He's in Vegas now, folks. Vegas has sports talk. Vinny, good morning. Good morning, guys. Not only do they have sports talk, but they've got the Raiders and the Golden Knights. Uh, things are really uh, are, are moving around here, for sure. Golden Knights couldn't buy one against the St. Louis Blues the other day. Just shut down. <laughs> my, yeah, exactly. My St. Louis Blues. Vinny, congratulations on the new program. And I'm a big fan of yours. I've been a big fan of yours in your reporting for many, many years. Um, but this this jump, this this Raiders excitement, that you're bringing to Las Vegas with this program. Tell us about it. Tell us how people can get it digitally. Tell us tell us why it's the best Raiders talk in the entire country. Yeah, and, and we just kicked off this week. It's Raider Nation Radio. Um, it's a full slate of programming um, dedicated to the Raiders. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things where – and it brings me back to um, 2016, January of 2016, at a ballroom in Houston, Texas, at a Houston uh, hotel – when the NFL, you know, ultimately decided who was going to Los Angeles, whether it was going to be the Rams in Inglewood or the Chargers and Raiders in Carson. If you remember back mm-hmm. in 2015, there was a full year, you know, of, uh, of, of what it was going to lead down to and who was going to win. And it was a bitter fight and it was an uh, emotional uh, pursuit and roller coaster ride for everybody that was involved. And, and I, I just remember Mark Davis, the Raider owner, being up on that stage with the commissioner and Dean Spanos, the owner of the Chargers, um, and Dan Kroenke, the owner of the Raiders, uh, when they announced that you know it would be the Rams and Inglewood, uh, with the first option to join them being the Chargers, uh, you know, and they would have a year to decide whether they wanted to, to join the the Rams. And I just remember looking at Mark Davis, and you know, he took a big. Uh, defeat on that night and he was uh it was emotional and he was disappointed devastated really um and i remember talking to him a couple of days after that you know and uh, he was down um he was, you know what, what what was his next move going to be you know it wasn't really working in in oakland um you know where was he going to turn to uh, after this after getting beat you know pretty badly in a he was third place he always say i finished third place in a three-team race you know, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then lo and behold, about a week later, uh, I remember, I distinctly remember, I'm uh, walking to go pick my kids up from school, and I get a call, and it was one of those, are you sitting down type, you know, right. are you sitting down? You know, well, maybe I should be, you know. And uh, and then, you know, uh, the call was to tell me that, hey, beginning tomorrow, um, you're going to start hearing that the Raiders are pursuing Las Vegas' new home, the Las Vegas Raiders. And I, it just clicked in my head. I was like, the Las Vegas Las Vegas Raiders, it just kind of rolled off your tongue. And, and it was like, why did anyone think of this before? 
Um, and the long story short is, even though you know he was devastated that night and the Raiders took a big defeat, they really wanted to move to Los Angeles. When you look at the new stadium, Allegiant Stadium, um, you know that's that's ready to be played in now, uh, just off the Strip. You look at the their, their beautiful practice facility in Henderson. They've got the city to themselves. They've got their own radio station now. Um, I, there's an argument to be made that they made that they made off better than anybody that night in, in Houston, even though it didn't look like it at the time. Uh, the way it's turned out, they may have won bigger than anybody. They have this town to themselves. Unfortunately for the Rams, they have to share that stadium with the, with the Chargers SoFi Stadium in Englewood. It'll always be a shared stadium. Uh, it'll always be a two-team stadium. Whereas, and you know, and they're in Los Angeles, which I think the Rams are doing great things in Los Angeles. But they're always going to be alongside the Charger, or excuse me, the the you know the Dodgers and USC and, and and the Lakers. Whereas here, you know, the Golden Knights are definitely a, a, a big thing. But it's the NHL and the NFL. Those are two distinctly different things. Uh, the Raiders made out, as it turns out, uh, great in this whole situation. And, and, and now to have everything that they have, including this radio station, uh, Raider Nation Radio, which I'm a part of, um, it's just a, a really big thing. Vinny Bonsignor, host of In the Huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, weekdays 4 to 6 on Raiders Nation Radio. And what's that website, Vinny, for everyone that's not in Las Vegas? Uh, Las Vegas Sports Network. Um, you can also listen on Raiders.com. They yeah. have they stream it on Raiders.com. So, um, there's all t- types of other ways to uh, you know tune in. Um, uh, uh, puts it out uh, if you're in Las Vegas. It's it's uh, Raider Nation Radio AM nine twenty. So the thing about Albuquerque, and you know this, we talked about this off the air, and you might not know Van. Um, me and Vinny connected like five years ago yeah. when Stan Kroenke, when the Rams were leaving St. Louis. They were going to L.A. Vinny was in L.A. Uh-huh. So we had reached out to Vinny on the program. And we were like, we were like, listen, we're heartbroken. We want you to have our girlfriend. This is the saddest <laughs> thing ever. And Vinny, this is how much a professional Vinny is. He flew to St. Louis, came onto the program. We ate like St. Louis regional foods on air for two hours one night. And we just cried together. Aww. We just cried together for an entire episode of radio. So I know what he does. He does in a unique way. Um Albuquerque is, well, and I'll be real transparent here. It's Cowboy Nation and it's Raider Nation. And we get some, you know, uh, we get some Denver fans. It's not a lot, though. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're south of Denver. South of Denver. But it's the Raiders. Cowboys Raiders here in Albuquerque. And that's what's so fitting, I think, about Las Vegas is Raider Nation is the whole country. Sure. And Vegas is the most transient city in the country. Sure. So when you turn this program on for the first time this week, Vinny, and you start bringing it to the masses in Vegas, and I'm assuming the world heavily, yes. what kind of feedback are you getting? Are you getting... Are you getting like soldiers like on army bases around the world like sending you emails telling you how they're just so excited about this product, or is it only the locals telling you how that that new Allegiant that's an eyesore? I hate it. Like, are you are you getting all edges of this? Uh, we're getting everybody, and uh, definitely a heavy Las Vegas influence. But also, uh, we're taking we're talking about Derek Carr on, on yesterday's show, and um, you know the edgier, angrier uh, Derek Carr. Uh, um, and, and what that means for the Raiders, what it means for Derek Carr. We were taking calls from the Bay Area uh, in California, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, there was a call from New York. Uh, we had calls from Las Vegas, obviously. And, and here's one thing that was was really interesting. Every time somebody calls, the first thing they say is, thank you. <laughs> you know, they, 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 Raider fans and Raider Nation finally feels like they have a place to go to talk about the Raiders. Not quite sure what was going on in the Bay Area. I can imagine down the stretch, 
uh, these last few years have probably got a little um, bitter, probably, and maybe the coverage of the Raiders um, reflected that because obviously they were on their way out. It was a, the, I always call it the longest breakup in the history of breakups um, when the Raiders took three years because there was no place for them to play here in Las Vegas. They had to stay in Oakland while their new stadium was being built, but everybody knew that they were leaving. Um, so, you know, three years in a, in a, in a, in a market that everyone knew that they were, that they were going to be getting ready to depart uh, for their new girlfriend and their new wife in Las Vegas. But a lot of fans, I think, understood in the Bay Area kind of the politics that were involved, the dysfunction politically that was going on in, in Oakland with, you know, Oak, the city of Oakland and the county of Alameda sharing ownership of the land that the Raiders wanted to build their new stadium on, and just all the dysfunction. They didn't like each other. The county didn't like the city. It was literally true. That was the case. There was, you know, and, and so the Raiders were caught in the middle of that. And no matter how hard they tried to get a stadium done up in Oakland, they were always dealing with that kind of dysfunction. And there wasn't going to be any public money ever in California. That just doesn't work for stadiums. Uh, but there were ways to, to, to be able to, you know, uh, get a break on the land, kind of like what Stan Kroenke got in Inglewood, um, you know, to, to be able to use the land to develop around the stadium to help. And so in lieu of public money, you would have had the, you know, the proceeds and the revenue that you generated from your development um, to help build the stadium, but, but that wasn't possible. And so I think Bay Area fans understood the dynamics, and there's a lot of them that are sticking with the Raiders. Uh, and so you get calls from, from there, and obviously Los Angeles is a stronghold uh, for Raider fans, so we've gotten a lot of calls from, from that area. So Raider Nation rolls pretty deep, and um, we're getting a lot of calls and a lot of engagement from all over the country, and I expect that that's going to definitely continue. So, Vinny, I am so very rarely wrong. It's it, it, it often hurts how right I am all the time. So I'll admit that I was wrong on this one, and I'll tell you what I was wrong about. I didn't think pro sports was going to work in Vegas because it's a transient city. It's a tourist destination. But the way that I saw Las Vegas embrace the Golden Knights and support the Golden Knights – I'm really excited to see how the Raiders work there. Can you talk about the level of excitement in Las Vegas right now for the Raiders? Well, they sold out every uh, one of their season tickets. Vinny, um, I need tickets. Vinny, give me some tickets. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, unfortunately, no fans this year. Um, that's that's a pretty big blow. Uh, that was announced last week, but. Um, but there will be a celebration at Allegiant Stadium next year uh, where you're going to see that place. Um, it's going to be nuts. And so 60% of their season ticket base comes from uh, Las Vegas and Nevada, and then, you know, 20% or so in Los Angeles, 20% in the Bay Area. But, you know, when I moved here in February, and even when I was thinking about taking this job, I came out to do some, you know, looking around at neighborhoods and things like that. And I was like everybody else. You know, I would come to Las Vegas, stay at the Strip, and have fun. And, and that would be where, you know, uh, I would be contained to the Strip, you know. And so that's what I knew of Las Vegas. But then, you know, you come to find out that there's, you know, Las Vegas is always prevalent. You can pretty much see it. Or downtown in the Strip, you can see it wherever you are, whether you're on the Henderson side or the Summerlin side, two really beautiful, um, you know, suburbs that have been built around uh, Las Vegas. 
And when you visit Summerlin, and when, that's where the Golden Knights practice, and there's a beautiful AAA baseball stadium there. And if you come to Henderson, where I am, uh, where the Raiders facility is, it's you, you know you're in Las Vegas, but you're not. It's, it could be the, it, the strip is the furthest thing from from your mind. It's just a really nice area, a growing area, a family area. Uh, yeah, you always know that. You know, ten minutes down the road, fifteen minutes down the road, you could be in the heart of the strip, but Otherwise, it's a bustling, um, you know, uh, a, a city and market, and there's a lot of businesses that are moving here. Uh, there's a lot of growth here, so it doesn't surprise me that you know, uh, what they did with, with the Golden Knights, and it certainly doesn't surprise me the the amount of um, excitement for the Raiders. This, this city was ready to just uh, burst um, when I got here in February. You could feel it. And, you know, then, of course, COVID-19 uh, happened, unfortunately, and that really threw a monkey wrench in, in everything. But um, this, the city is really ready to explode for the Raiders. I can't wait to see it and in full force, you know, when fans are really able to, to finally get in there. But you also mentioned the fact that it's a, uh, a destination city. So you have fans from all over the country already circling, um, you know, Las Vegas to come out here uh, when they're either when their favorite team plays here or if they're a Raider fan to come out here and, and, and experience it. I, last, yesterday we had Marcellus Wiley on the show, the former, you know, uh, NFL player. Now, yeah, now host to Speak for Yourself on, on FS1. And he said, he goes, you know, the, the, the day that it was announced that they were, at full, you know, for sure going to Las Vegas, he, I, he had a group chat with a bunch of his former NFL friends and guys were texting back and forth, what game are you going to go to? All right, we're, we're going to two games at the very least every year in Vegas. Because he's like, you put, you put the NFL in the epicenter of fun. I mean, it just makes so much sense. So you're going to have, you know, fans from everywhere coming to this game, which you do, um, and I mean this, you do have a strong, strong, strong base here in Las Vegas that's, that's uh, already bigger than I thought it was going to be. Uh, but it's, it's growing by the day. Thank you, Vinny, for joining us. Vinny Bonsignor, host of In the Huddle with Vincent Bonsignor, heard on Raiders Nation Radio. That's Raiders.com for the local listener. And if you're not familiar with the new station, it's 24-7, sports talk, Raiders-based. Ooh-wee. Vinny, thank you. All right, guys. Hey, come out here and uh, we'll hang, man. There is 0% chance that we're not going to do that. Sure. We will be right, there right. the second we gra- it's like a $40 flight. You got a you got a good bail bondsman? That's what we need. We need a bail bondsman. Ah. Sign him up. Yeah, and also I need an alibi guy. Is what I need. <laughs> well, real quick, real quick when we were talking to Marcellus yesterday, he was like he, it's not the players that he's worried about. He, he they'll take care of their business here in Las Vegas. It's their family members coming in to, to watch yes. the games. And I told him I go, I can I could already picture players looking up to the stands. And seeing four empty seats where their family is supposed to be, like, where is my family? Where are my friends? You know, and they're still out partying on the strip. So, hey, let's do it when you get out here. Star of print and radio, Vinny Bonsignor. Thank you, Vinny. All right, guys. How are you doing? What a good dude. Thanks, man. If I tell you, you want to go with us to Vegas? I used to live there. Yeah, I know a lot of fun places outside of the strip. I don't want fun places. I want seedy. I want dangerous, and I want well, questionable. I, I, sure. that, that's what I mean in my vernacular. <laughs> they don't make movies about guys who played it safe in Vegas. We're going to grab the quickest break, and then we're going to return with Peter Trevisani, owner of the New Mexico United. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central Live from the ABQ Act Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion, and we're on Team I-9, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. 
Welcome back to the program. We're moving quick and we're having a lot of fun with it. Joining us now, owner of the New Mexico, you know, the first place, New Mexico United, Peter Trevisani. Peter, good morning. How are you, friend? Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? We are doing well and we are excited to hear you. We ran late with Vinny Bonsignor of Raiders Nation Radio because no one is more impassioned about the Raiders than Vinny. So thank you for saving a couple minutes for us, Peter. Hey, you got to go Raiders. And I got I got Greg Jackson with me here, too. What? So you, you got a two for this morning. The Greg Hello. Jackson? Bonus. The Greg Jackson, the living legend. Okay. okay. <laughs> this, this is what happens when you work sports talk radio on a Saturday morning. You miss the best parties. We're missing the best party. <laughs> so we got two of the greatest sports minds in New Mexico are joining us right now. And we're talking soccer. And apparently we're talking Jackson Wink. Good morning, fellas. Greg, how are you? I'm excellent, brother. How are you? Doing well, my friend. Uh, we're having you on the program, Peter, because uh, there's a big announcement. There's a big announcement. Well, I guess it's already been announced, but <laughs> we, we want to let the listener know you guys are doing some cool stuff with the team. Hey, look, I appreciate that. There's, um, you know, it's obviously a different situation this year, and, uh, you know, thousand reasons to say no, and we got to lean into the, the couple of the reasons to say yes and focus on those and do what we can, and, uh, to this morning was just a, an example of that. New Mexico United on the road all season long thus far, and it's it's kind of as goes the state goes goes your season as far as home games go. What what kind of reception are you getting via like your social media? What kind of feedback are you getting via the fan base with how well you guys are doing on the road? You know, we've been it's been really humbling uh, the reactions. You know, I think you know COVID's been so crazy that not only is it uh, creating all this stress in our life and uh, it's been, it's ripping away our, our healthy stress relief mechanisms. Um, and so, you know, what Greg's doing, but bring MMA uh, back and uh, the UFC on, on TV. And, and what we're trying to do is just uh, give some healthy outlets for this stress relief and put some smiles uh, on the faces that are underneath those masks right now. And if we can do a little bit of, of our part to, to try to, to solve that. That's what we're going to do. So the response has been amazing, and people are just so appreciative of, of having a few hours uh, every week where it feels normal. Um, and, and the fact that we're winning, I think, is just, just kind of icing on the cake, and we're going we're gonna to keep doing that. Pete, good morning. Somos Unidos. Hey. Hey, how does Somos it feel Unidos. that everywhere – I mean, we don't have home games this year because of, uh, you know – but how does it feel everywhere you go, you turn it into our new home field? That's <laughs> <laughs> so what we got to do. You gotta, we, it's the year of making some lemonade from the lemons, right? We all know that. Uh, what you guys are doing, what Greg's doing, what we're doing, I mean, we're all just deciding that we're going to you know, keep pushing forward. And so um, if, we gotta, if, if the road to the cup, it uh, means that we're literally on the road every game, that's, and that's what it takes, and that's what we're going to do. We're not stopping, and we're not making any excuses, and we're taking a one game at a time. And I think the energy that people in New Mexico are, are giving the team right now is just is just so much fuel on the fire, and our team is hyper-motivated this year to, to win a cup. The comfortably in first place, New Mexico United. Is there, a, is there a new vibe with this team this year? What do you think – the difference is this year that the, you got the boys playing so well. Well, you know, that goes to coach the same, you know, um, what the players play uh, and the coach's job uh, is to, 
to bring the right players together, create the right mindset, the right environment so that they can execute on what they work on. And uh, Coach Lesane is one of the best in the business, and um, and he he preaches that every day. He doesn't allow excuses to creep in. And uh, when you take the, our returning players that now know what it's like to be uh, to play for New Mexico United and the responsibilities that they they carry, and then we brought in new guys that have quickly adopted the culture that's been set in the first year. And so I think our team is really is you know our players are perfectly in sync. And, um, and it's showing. And we've had a lot of injuries this year, but guys are stepping up and stepping into roles. And uh, who's ever out there, the 11 that are out there, are the ones that we're going to go with and get it done. 12 hours from now, New Mexico United will play Phoenix Rising FC. 12 hours from now. I want to, Greg, if, you, if you're still with us, Greg. So I, think yeah, I, so I think I first saw, I think it would have been before the season started last year, like United players at Jackson Wink, like training and doing some stuff. And get, Like talk to me a little bit if you can, Greg. What, what kind of benefits are there for specifically professional soccer athletes, but athletes to cross train in the world of combat sports? Well, I think uh, one of the most important things uh, that you can do or have to deal with as an athlete is your motivation, right? Is keeping it fresh, is, is having fun. Um, burnout is, is one of our, uh, our biggest problems. So um, you, Peter and I are very close. Uh, so anything that we can do to help that process, help these players stay motivated, stay excited, do something fun, um, th- that's super important because, again, uh, United is it's a soccer team, but it's also kind of a it's a method or a, a way of thinking in New Mexico where we're all kind of together. We all need to support each other and help each other rise. And so our little part is well, you know, if these uh, these amazing players want to come and do a workout. You know, they're going to get some physical benefits, but mostly we're just having a great time. We're showing the community that we all work together. Um, we're showing that. Uh, Different athletes and different sports from the same state are, are very supportive of each other. And uh, at the end of the day, we're all laughing and having a great time. And uh, if somebody attacks them on the soccer field, they'll know how to defend themselves. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Special surprise guest, Greg Jackson, Jackson Wink MMA Academy, joins us and friend of the show, Peter Trevisani. So, Greg, you have been here through the evolution of, of MMA in Albuquerque. Can you tell us like the, the landscape of MMA in Albuquerque before, during, and after? Uh, well, there wasn't any before oh, okay. uh, because we, we started, uh, there was, MMA didn't exist really on, um, before we were here. So in other words, we, in 1994, we were the kind of the first people to do it in New Mexico and one of the first uh, in the world. So it, during the, the evolution that's happened, um, we've, we've had a lot of uh, – very lucky to have a lot of great success. And part of our the reason for success is we just got in early. Like, we got in before people knew what it was, before the Ultimate Fighter TV show came out in, like, 2005, where a lot of people didn't really understand what we went through until that TV show came out. Um, so it, it has been so much fun and, and an amazing ride to see it from the – I mean, when we first started – calling it a sport was a little bit of a stretch. I mean, we had rules, but uh, there weren't gloves involved. Um, we'd have to travel everywhere. Obviously, there were no, uh, no fights locally, so we'd have to go all over the world, to, uh, which we still do, but especially back in those days. Um, and there, everywhere we went, the rules would be a little different. You would show up to 
Japan and it would have this set of rules. And then you would go into California and they'd have different rules. And anyway, uh, the, the, uh, the evolution has been a lot of fun. And uh, it's been a lot of fun to uh, kind of be a part of that, for lack of a better term, that arms race. We have to think of techniques. You have to think of new ways to do things. You have to constantly innovate and stay current. Otherwise, uh, your guys will lose. Uh, and that, I think, the people I've met through this sport and then the ability to stay creative and to uh, continue to push my own kind of uh, – personal boundaries, like not boundaries, but uh, what's the word? You know, uh, it's early in the morning, right? Push <laughs> my, my own kind of creative outlet. I think that's super important for me. So those things have been great. And then I'll, at last I'll say, I mean, I got to meet Peter because I, of MMA. I, you know, so many people in my life I've got to meet because of this sport. It really brings people together. And I'm just, I just every day I wake up, I have to pinch myself. I'm just a little skinny kid from the South Valley. You know, I'm, here I am doing all these cool things, and it's, wow, I'm just so grateful. Uh, Greg is underselling himself physically, guys. <laughs> he is, he's not, yeah, a, he's yeah, not he the is. scrawny kid. Well, I might kid. be a big fat guy now because I'm older. There, from there we the go. South Valley, but still. Uh, Peter, we wanted to have you on this morning, obviously, because you have the new home kit, but there are no home games for the fans to see it. Uh, we want to make sure everyone knows. So the new home kit, is it available to fans? Can they get it? Where can they get it? And also, what inspired it, if you can, in the quickest minute, because we're up against it as Josh Shushan is waiting to join us from the Isotopes. Yeah. Well, hey, really quick, we um, released our home kit. It's a, a black kit. Uh, Puma is our sponsor this year, so different from last year. People... We released it at 5.05 this a.m. this morning. People were camping out starting at 1 o'clock yesterday afternoon, and we had some fun uh, signed giveaways for uh, some of the first people in line. It was a real sense of community. Uh, at at 4.30 this morning, the, the line was around the corner. We had over 100 people uh, waiting. And so uh, cool. we still have kids here. You can also buy them online if that is a better avenue for you, whether uh, maybe you don't live in Albuquerque or you just want to maintain social distancing. We totally get that. So they're available online starting this morning. And we're going to be wearing them tonight in Phoenix. So even though it's a road game, we're going to be in our home kits, and we're going to be in our home kits next Saturday when we take on Colorado Springs uh, at 3 o'clock. And that game's going to be on Channel 7 uh, so we can get it out for free um, to everyone, whether uh, no matter where you live or, or, uh, you know, how you want to watch the game. So, uh, we love all the support, and you know, it, today was a sense of community, and um, and I think everybody uh, really uh, used each other to support, um, you know, themselves. I know a lot of strangers introduced themselves today and became friends, and those are the positive outcomes that we're really trying to promote and encourage. So I love. Thank I, you guys for having us on today. I love yeah, that sentiment. You. I love that mindset. Peter, Greg, thank you both so very much. I think Van and I are going to head out there after the program, so I think at or near. 9.15 will be out that way. So that's what we're, we're going to say. We're ready for you. We got, a, we got a live DJ. We, uh, uh, you know, we're spaced out, but we're still, uh, we're still making it happen. So we'll, we'll see you when you get here. Hey, Peter, text Lucas and Clint. Tell them to save me a Smedium. Yeah, that's what I, two of them. Two <laughs> of them <so. laughs> we, got, we got it, man. We got it. Peter, thank you so much. Greg, thank you so much. What an outstanding little interview. We got some, there's just some people in town doing some cool things. And nice of Greg to make the time. Yeah. That is. Bonus. Yeah, you don't always get that. A little bonus round. Yeah. And it's uh, it's not what you know, Van. <laughs> <laughs> we got to grab a break. We're going to be joined by Josh Shushan after it. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents ABQ Central Live from the ABQ Act Studio. We're, of course, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. And we're on Team I-9.
95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program. Thank you to Peter Trevisani. Thank you to Greg Jackson. Those boys are hanging out down there at the United office in Knob Hill. What is that, Candelaria and Excitement? I don't know what that is. Whatever <laughs> exit that is down there. They got a couple where the action is at. It's on Central Carlisle right now. That's Get down is. there That's where it is. and get your kit. You know you're a big deal if your opener is the owner of the United and the owner of Jackson Wink. Josh Shushan is joining us. The voice of the Albuquerque Ice Tubs. Josh, good morning, buddy. Good morning, guys. How are you? Thanks for having me. We're doing well. We're ha- it's, a, it's, been a, it's been a loose one today, Josh. It's mostly jokes on the sports talk this morning, but that's the way we enjoy it, and that's why we reached out to you because, uh, what, you just writing jokes all the time? You got a lot of free time here, Josh? Like, what's going on in your world, buddy? Yeah, you know, I wish I could give you this long list of, um, <laughs> of, of things that I'm accomplishing or that I'm doing. You know, it, it feels like uh, the, the days go by fast even when you don't have a baseball game to call at night. So, um, yeah, you know, trying to stay relevant and trying to um, enjoy life without baseball. But then Major League Baseball returned and trying to enjoy baseball as a fan, you know, it seems like every day is a little bit different. You have been covering Major League Baseball for how many decades? Uh, well, let's see. I guess two and a half, yeah. so to speak. What do you like? You must be out your mind right now. Like, are you, well, I wasn't until you until you said that, and now I am. <laughs> now I think yeah, yeah. Are you sitting at home just commentating to like? Are you calling friends and family on the phone, and you're like, "Listen, I can do this better." I, 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 guys, help me, help me refine my craft. Like you, you have to be absorbing everything. You have to because you're the voice of everything. Like you just have to be in that place, right? Actually, no. You know, whenever I watch sporting events as a fan, whether I'm calling a game later that day or the next day or whether it's in between seasons, I try really hard not to do that because I want to give my mind a break and it's just annoying (laughs) to hear myself constantly. So I just want to be able to enjoy a game and not watch every play in detail and just hang out with friends and family and and listen to what they have to say about games. Um, You know, I've always... um, you know, felt like just because this is what most people know of me, that doesn't define me. It doesn't mean I'm just this one-trick pony who just sits in front of a TV and has to talk about sports. Um, oh, that's I feel me. like I, I have a lot of other things that I can do. Josh, I... I... The guy who's eating chips and guac and, uh, you know, and, <laughs> and hanging out and just watching the rest of the room than the guy talking constantly. Oh, I'm the opposite of that guy. I'm just, I can't figure that out. Josh, I, like you, am a huge baseball dork. So are you going through, like, withdrawals? Like, what, what are you doing that you can't watch Isotopes games? Are you, like, just sitting around oiling your glove and <laughs> eating peanuts in your living room? Like, how are you coping with this? Well, um, so there's, there's been a couple of different stages of, of, of coping, right? Um, I'll try not to make this answer too long, but I remember in mid-February just realizing I don't like the way that this virus is going. Our season's not going to start on time. I just know it. Right. And, uh, and starting to kind of mentally prepare for that. Then when the sports world shut down there in mid-March, I remember thinking we're not going to be back till Memorial Day and was kind of mentally prepared for that. And then by about mid-April, I thought, all right, Fourth of July, for sure, we'll be back. And then I want to say by the end of April, I just realized 
Major League Baseball might be back, but minor league baseball is not going to be back. So we are just not going to have a season. And it was still a couple of months before that became official. But I think I had plenty of time to, to kind of mentally prepare for that. And so, you know, a lot of time was spent initially during the pandemic still working for the isotopes and still, you know, editing old games. And and I actually found that to be pretty cathartic and trying to help me get better as a broadcaster and listening to myself um, through the years, um, doing a lot of other things for the isotopes as well. And then really for like the last five weeks now since I was furloughed, um, you know, it's a time to just try to kind of – some days it's a day to reflect. Some days it's a day to just watch a ton of baseball on my own. Um, on the couch, sometimes it's like get out to the mountains and go hiking and get out and get away from sports and, and you know, just kind of bond with nature and just kind of find some peace out there. So, again, it, it's um, – again, while I might love baseball and be a dork about baseball, it, it, it doesn't define everything about who I am. I, I like to think that I have plenty of other things to do. Uh, I, as a guy who feel like it does define everything I am, am a big fan of your Life Around the Seams podcast. Yeah, I got nothing going on besides baseball. <laughs> no, this is, this is all I, like I, the bulk I, of my personality. I drink it. I dissolve I it. what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> um, but li- Life Around the Seams is like a unique, fun thing, Josh. And I don't know if enough people know about it, and that's the main reason I reached out. You were doing something really special. I get it off iTunes. I'm not sure where else it's available. Um, but can you a little bit just kind of talk about like the fun insights that you do with the program and, and why it might be enticing to a new listener? Well, thank you for the plug. Uh, it's very nice of you. It is available on pretty much everywhere, Google and Spotify, and it's even on YouTube, and it's on pretty much everywhere you get your podcast. And the idea is just um, – to just talk baseball, but not as much X's and O's on the field, but try and talk about life away from the field or how baseball, um, you know, is part of life as much as possible and, and just have fun and just tell some stories. I try to make the interviews evergreen so that even if I record it today, three months from now, it's just as relevant because we're not talking about something that is, that is timely in the news. You know, so um, just trying to find a variety of people usually ends up being people that I know who are writers or authors or broadcasters. I've gotten some former players, gotten some executives. Um, I actually just recorded one with a guy who goes to almost every single San Francisco Giants game, but he goes in a kayak in McCovey Cove and Love. listens to the game on the radio Love. and gets or tries to get the balls that go into the, into the bay. He's gotten over 40 uh, home run balls, splash hits. So I'll be posting that one sometime early next week. Um, yeah, so just try and talk, you know, the, the, the fun parts about baseball that aren't necessarily about, you know, how do you grip your two-seam fastball or your knuckle curve. I like, if you're not familiar, listener, with Life Around the Seams, I'd encourage you, um, I feel like they're all around like an hour. I mean, I don't know if that's exact. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, the idea is, um, I don't know, it's just, it's in my opinion, it's like those fun and passion, like interpersonal stories. And you can tell there's a relationship there. At least I feel like there is with you and, and every guest you have on. So I guess like the final question is, Josh, uh, what's next for your boy? Like what, like, is it, is it everyone's just kind of on pause and, and you're waiting to hear? Uh, do you have, you have something lined up professionally outside the isotopes or is it, is it just that holding pattern? A little bit of everything, you know, um, it's a, um, Look, the isotopes told me, and I think they told you know all the other people who were furloughed. I can't speak for them that sure. they want me back, that I can have my job back when 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 that time comes. But they don't know, and, they don't know. and I don't blame them for not knowing. Um, you know what's what's our world going to look like next April? What's our world going to look like in January? Are we going to be able to have fans at sporting events next April? We, we just don't know. So look, I love my job. I don't want to have another job. I, I look for jobs 
online, and all it does is remind me of how much I love calling baseball games on the radio and on TV and how that's what I want to continue to do. Um, at a certain point, I'm going to have to make some tough decisions about about the future. And so, um, you know, again, it's, it's like there's days that I feel like really aggressive, like I got to find something else or I got to find something temporarily. And then there's other days that it's just, um, you know, waited out and, and, you know, and 2020 just becomes a lost year. So, um, you know, that that's the that's the daily uh, balancing act of trying to figure this out. But um, I, I, I can say overall that, that this has – look, I already knew how much I loved my job, and I didn't need a pandemic to remind me of it, but it just reinforces how lucky I am to be able to, to call baseball games, and I hope that I can do it again next year. Josh, we appreciate you being in front of the show. We love your passion for the game and life, and we loved having you on. Anything before we let you go? Um, no, the only other thing would be, you know, basketball, you know, the Lady Lobos start in November. And so that's what I'm, you know, the previous question that I, as I was answering, I was reminding myself, you know, I, I might have basketball come November. So I also kind of have to balance that. And right. so, yeah, you know, we'll see, but hopefully we'll have some basketball. Um, I think that we're going to learn a lot more as, uh, as all these football, both college and NFL training camps begin and seeing just whether or not this is something that we can do. So we'll just continue to wait and see. From the texter, Josh, and this is a little surprise when I wasn't ready for it. Who, who are your surprise MLB teams? That's from the texter, and that's a direct listener here in town. Who are your surprise MLB teams, Josh? You know, I don't mean to sound like a homer because the isotopes are affiliated with the Rockies, but it's the Rockies. I yeah. mean, their pitching has been phenomenal, and I still think their offense can do a whole lot more, but – in my mind, the Rockies are number one, and maybe the Marlins number two. Now that they're finally able to play games oh with a bunch of guys that we've never heard of, they're playing really well. See, I thought it was a brilliant move that the Marlins gave everybody COVID when they were in first place. Smart, yeah. And then you just don't play another game for the rest of the year, and then you got the number one seed in the playoffs. Look at the Marlins; they're sick. Yeah, yeah. That's why they yeah. hired Jeter. Yeah, that's the brilliance of Derek Jeter. You know how he is with his non-disclosures. Like he's going to put a plan out there and. They're not going to share it with anyone. That's how I see it. Josh, thank you so much. You're a rare talent. You're a rare individual, and we care for you deeply. Oh, that's very sweet of you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Be good, Josh. What a good good dude. The best. Best in the biz. The best. It was hard for me to pay attention to the interview because of his just smooth, sultry voice. It's like if Silk was a voice. Oh, my God. His voice (laughs) is like icing on top of the most delicious cake that you're ever going to (laughs) eat. When we get back, the varsity of athlete couples, okay? Here we go. The varsity, the I-9 varsity of athlete couples. Let's do it. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon. We're on Team I-9, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program. Got a banger one today. What a show. Special thanks to Vinny Bonsignor, Raider Nation Radio. Special thanks to Peter Trevisan. Special thanks to Greg Jackson. Special thanks to Josh Shushan. Special thanks to you, Vital. Why? I just showed up. <laughs> I just showed up and, and just listened to you guys. It was fun. Special thanks. Well, here's the thing about Vital. Yes. Your C effort is an A for most people. Yes, that's correct. Your regular effort yes. is unique for most. You just showing up is more is top level yes. for most people. That'll be next hey, well, week's varsity. You. How much do I owe you? This no, you you you've already given too much. Today's varsity is brought to you by I9 Sports. 
I-9 Sports, the way you sports should be. Contact I-9 at League Office 280 at I-9Sports.com or 505-312-4999. Okay, calm down. 505-312-4999. Because it's I-9. It's I-9. It's I-9 Sports. Taking registrations all the time. They're doing the one-on-fives right now. So it's skills and drills mostly for your boys. The varsity today... Athlete couples, power couples, okay? Yes. All right, who you got? I'm going to little 80s throwback here. Oh, okay. So I'm going to bring you back to he, Andre Agassi yeah, smart. and Steffi Graf. That's fire. And did they have a kid? I would assume. Their kid is going to be the best tennis player in the history of tennis. Every interview with Andre Agassi says he hates tennis. <laughs> what? Yes. He's like, it's the worst thing I hate doing. I've always hated doing. I'm just so good at it. I get that. Yeah. Because like, you have to do it so often, mm-hmm. and that's all you do. That's all you think about Correct. all the day. You're going to end up hating it. You will hate it. I hate being smart and good looking. Okay, moving on. <laughs> David Beckham and Victoria Beckham of the Spice Girls. That's a big one right there. This is the one that's at the very top. Yeah. Because if you want to be David Beckham's lover, you have to get with his friends. Okay, very nice. I thought we're doing only athletes. David Beckham is an athlete. And Victoria is being a musician, athletic? Now listen, I get to set the bar here. Okay. Because if we're going to have this list and not put Alex Rodriguez and my all-time lifetime crush, Jennifer Lopez, if we're on air. God, age so gracefully. Oh my goodness. She's 50 going on about to hit 21. Man. She was a she was a fly girl. Yeah. Her career started as a fly girl. So, loyal listener, if you're significantly younger than us, what that was? That is a a dancer on the '90s TV show In Living Color. She it was, was a fly girl. Yes, it was Fox's urban alternative to Saturday Night Live. Yes, the Black Saturday Night Live with Jim Carrey. Correct. Yes. And it was amazing. Yes. Some of the skits don't hold up well. The Wayans but Brothers. But it was amazing. It's a Wayans Brothers deal. Yes. All 14 of them were on the show. That is correct. Yeah. And Alex Rodriguez, I mean, come on. Good job. Okay. You ready? Yep. Mary, bed, kill. Okay. The Wayans Brothers. All right. So... David Allen Greer, I marry. Now, okay, that's not a Wayans brother. Oh, shoot, okay. <laughs> He's a brother, not a Wayans brother. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union okay. <laughs> are on my list. Because I loved 1999's Bring It On. I don't know if Gabrielle Union has been in anything else. You created the parameters of this varsity, and yeah. you're not even holding up to it. It's supposed to be sports power couples. Yeah, like professional hockey player Mike Fisher and his beautiful wife Carrie Underwood. Okay, that's not the game. I said Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf. Yes. Both athletes, athlete power couple. Correct. Like Russell Wilson and Ciara. Nomar Garcia Para uh-huh. and Mia Hamm. Oh. That's an actual sports power couple. That never would have happened with Nomar at short. So bad at your own game. How can I be so bad? <laughs> When Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, the greatest athlete on the planet. God, you're so bad at your own game. And his beautiful wife, 
Giselle, don't call me Brady Bunchkin. Okay. They've been married for quite some time. They're a power couple. I could have swore he's married to Bill Belichick, but oh, you got to pay. They just divorced last year. Do you want Justin Verlander? Yes, that is that is not what about. That's yes. You're getting worse at this game. No, that's not a sports power couple. Whichever soccer player. How about Sue Bird and Megan Rapinoe? They're both athletes. They love Seattle. They're both prominent. (laughs) That is a sports power couple. You're so bad at this game. Shakira and whatever soccer player she picks this week. That's what this list should be. How about. And I don't know if race car drivers are athletes. Danica Patrick. And Aaron Rodgers. That's a good one. They broke up. They broke up. So it doesn't actually count. So Aaron Rodgers can finally be with his estranged boyfriend. Tell me why you don't believe in Nominee Asamoah. (laughs) (laughs) And Kerry Washington, (laughs) known for her leading role in Scandal, aren't the celebrity athlete power couple that I think they are. I'm not disagreeing. That's what I'm saying. That's why if you're the best athlete in the world, Mike Trout, Kate Upton got famous off of a vine of her dancing in the crowd at a Lakers game. I'm not joking. Really? Yes. Wasn't she an actress? No. You know, I remember the... Um, Name one thing she's acted in. <laughs> the, the What is that, a Clash of Clans commercial? You remember that when she's like a... A sexy Viking. You remember that commercial? I have not watched commercials <laughs> in 10 years. It was like, Or more. It was like on every football game like two years ago. I believe she's also on the cover of like Grand Theft Auto. Is that accurate? I don't know. It's something similar to her if it's not her. So I, I got it here. Are you ready? Okay. Number one, Justin Verlander. Number two, Tom Brady. Number three, Russell Wilson. Okay, you you just make up the list this week because I don't. From what I understood earlier, yes. in the segment during a previous commercial break when yes. we set the parameters when I confirmed the parameters. Yes, and then you Shyamalan twisted me, and you're just doing athletes with super hot wives. I mean, anti Mike Trout list. But I know what I'm doing. If, here. Okay, so by your parameters, your new parameters. Yes. You know, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow and Miss Universe. I don't know her name, but Tim Tebow married Miss Universe. Thank you for having the program today, Van. You did so good. I, I often do. Vital, you did so good. Any final words, man? Thank you. Too much for the time allotted. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke.